Hello, welcome back to another episode of Out the Gate. I'm Ben Shaw, your host for this show about sailing and adventure on and around San Francisco Bay. This episode's a little overdue, but that's because Dovka's in the yard and I've been hard at work pretty much every waking moment on boat projects, replacing seacocks, port lights, cutlass bearings, prop shaft seals, and more. But I wanted to take time today to officially welcome another sailing podcast to the potosphere, Good Jibes. Good Jibes is a new podcast from the crew at Latitude 38. features stories and tips from West Coast sailors focused on community, cruising, and racing. And in order to learn more about the show, I talked with Ryan Foland, who together with John Arndt, the publisher of Latitude 38, spearheads Good Jibes. The podcast has a number of different hosts, but Ryan was instrumental in getting the show off the ground. In this conversation, we talk about the show's origins, where he sees it going, and Ryan's own love of sailing. So let's dive right in. Ahoy! Well, first of all, I always start with ahoy. And I actually decided to replace the salutation that I use with ahoy a long time ago. It reminds me of being on the boat. It gets people an idea before they even meet me that I have something to do with, I don't know, whatever ahoy means to them. <laughs> and uh, that is a really big part of who I am, is, is reminding myself of being happy out on the water. When I'm not sailing, I'm typically speaking. And if you were to ask me what I do, I would tell you I do a lot of things, but what's important is the problem that I solve. And the problem that I solve is that if you don't have clarity around your personal brand or the brand of your business or an idea that you're trying to launch, then you will never fully achieve the success that your brand or your business or your idea deserves because there's nothing more powerful than simplicity and clarity but simple is not easy. And that is my world. I try to find and simplify things. I work with businesses to simplify their messaging and I draw stick figures because it's just about the most simplistic thing you can do. And when it comes to sailing, sailing's pretty simple, but that does not mean it is easy. That's me. I'm Ryan Folland. I'm a, I'm a speaker, a sailor, and I'm also a very proud ginger. <laughs> One of my mantras is everybody needs a good editor. And as you said, simplicity is not always easy. And since we're talking about branding, one of the things I am very excited to talk to you about is a brand new podcast, which you have helped launch and brand. It's called Good Jibes. <laughs> and I want you to tell me all about it and oh my what your role was in bringing it to fruition, because I know your first guest on the podcast was John Arndt, and he's been on this show. He's been a great friend to this show, as have all the staff at Latitude 38. And when I said, hey, John, I want to talk to somebody about your new podcast, he said, oh, you should talk to Ryan. Well, you've come to the right place, because as I said, I like to speak. I like to talk. and Good Jibes is really the, an example in real life of wind and sails that makes a whole crew move on a boat that has been built and that is about 40 years old. Now, my boat is, his name is Bingo. Her name is Bingo. 
and she's a 1977 Cal 34 Mark III. And Latitude 38 was actually founded in March of 1977. So I can't help but look at the, the magazine as this 40-year-old vessel that's been afloat, had all kinds of people on the boat and you know maximizing the wind and having fun the whole time. So I've known about Latitude 38 for a long time, picked up magazines in the stores. And, you know, it was always just this publication that was informing me and inspiring me with stories in and around the water. But I didn't really think much more than that. It was always kind of part of the, the reading material. I was speaking at the U.S. Sailing Leadership Forum in 2019. And after one of my talks, this high energy guy came up to me while I was cruising around all these boats on display. He's like, hey, Ryan, I really liked your talk up there. I'm like, well, hey, thanks. He's like, I'm John from Ladder 238. And I was like, hey, well, nice to meet you. And here we are surrounded by catamarans. And we just had this awesome talk where he was just so excited to share about summer sales. This. We were just sort of sharing this energy around the magazine and what it does. Yeah. Right there, I was like, you know what? Um, why don't we do a quick interview? And he's like, what? So I bring my phone out and uh, I prefer Twitter as a, as a medium. And so I just did a quick little two minute video interviewing him about Summer Salesist and tweeted it out. And it was just like good vibes, good jibes, energy with him. And so we kind of shook hands and we're like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see you out on the water sometime. And this was right before the pandemic was about to hit. Nobody really even knew. So mm -hmm. I didn't think much about it. But then our paths decided to keep crossing. We're, on, uh, we're tacking across each other. And he reached out to me and asked if I would contribute to the magazine about a, a charter that I did to Croatia. And I was like, what, really? Like me in Latitude 38? How awesome. So I had so much fun recounting this week in Croatia, seven islands in six days. Yeah, and I read that piece. It was really nice. Cool. That, that was really fun to like relive it, to be honest. And so John and I started talking and then I found out he bought a new boat and his boat was in Long Beach. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to come visit you. So we were socially distant and I skateboarded down there and we hung out. We we're just talking about, you know, sailing and, and I love talking about brands and branding and building businesses. So we were just kind of geeking out on, you know, where to take the magazine next. And the podcast was an idea that he and, and Nikki and other crew members at Latitude 38 have had for a long time. And he was sharing that that would be something really cool. And I was like, John, if this is something what you want to do, I can help you out. I've got two podcasts. I've had a radio show. I, I, I know a great producer. Like, if this is something you want to get moving, like, I can help. He's like, okay. And I don't think he realized <laughs> when I say I'm going to help, I, I literally jumped in. And so I would say that if Latitude 38 is this 40-year-old sailing vessel uh, moving towards a podcast, they pulled up this ginger spinnaker and I just, I just decided to run, uh, as fast as I could with it. So I connected them with my buddy, Max, with Max podcasting, who I dubbed the Instapot of podcasting. And I just worked with John and with Nikki. And we really looked at what this podcast would be. It's really an extension of latitude 38, which is experiencing sailing through the eyes of the West coast sailor. And so it's like, well, why not also hit the ears up and, and, and share experiences and stories and maybe read some of the articles and have it be a new way for somebody to go into the head, into the mind of, of these people that we read about. And I love that Latitude 38 has always been so community focused. So it, it just all made sense. And we started connecting the dots. But 
as you probably know, podcasts are not, they're not cheap. They're not free. It, it yeah. costs money to produce these things. You know, looking into my network and thinking creatively, I spoke and I hosted at the 24th annual International Boating and Water Safety Summit. Uh, it's a national conference around boater safety. And so I reached out to the National Safe Boating Council that runs it. And I ran the idea. I said, look, you guys are doing great work. I'd love to see you more involved with the sailing community because they're more focused on, you know, recreational boating and kayaking and, and things like that. And so they got really excited about tapping into this sailing audience. And so I said, I've got an idea. And I whipped up a proposal to use some of their grant funds that are through the Coast Guard to propose that the Safe Boating Campaign sponsors this Good Jibes podcast, which was just a concept at the time. And the proposal was convincing enough that they jumped on board as sponsors before the boat left the dock. And so I'm so stoked on that and so happy that the Safe Boating Campaign in partnership with the National Safe Boating Council and the U.S. Coast Guard, they're funding this thing. And so we just had all this momentum and we really like looked at looked at this summer and we're like, let's launch this as soon as possible. So there we are. Good Jibes was born out of, you know, two people filled with energy and passion for sailing with a legacy of, of 40 years that Richard started so long ago. And we just had a training with a bunch of the writers who were interested in being host. So it's really, we want the same vibe of like community feel and hearing the stories on the front lines and, and just, you know, from pro sailors to Chuck Hawley to people who are just starting and yeah, I, don't know. I need to stop talking. I told you I, I like to speak, but <laughs> no, it's great. No, you mentioned something that I wanted to touch on, which is that you have different hosts, different writers from the magazine or editors, and it gives it a really nice feel, that community feel that you were talking about. How'd you come up with that idea and who all's hosted so far? Who's planning to host? From the very beginning, the idea was was to, to look at the entire Latitude 38 crew and again, one of the fundamental things that I think is so cool about this magazine is that like you see stories from from real people, people will contribute. And so along those same lines, like we didn't want to just have one host. Uh, we wanted to, to distribute that because, I mean, I'm here in Long Beach and then John's up there in, in San Francisco. And, you know, there's people that are scattered around. So we didn't want the, the podcast to just be in an echo chamber and just in a certain locale. Yeah, And we've got visions of like, if somebody grabs a recorder and gets an awesome interview at the Baja ha in Mexico, like all fair game, right? Right now we've got John, Arn, and then we've got Nikki Bennett and other people who are interested is Ross Tilbus. And then we've got Christine Weaver, who's a race editor. And then Monica Grant, who's also interested. And then Tim Henry. And who knows, maybe we'll have you as a guest host one time, just throwing it out there. Hey, anytime. I mean, all those people are friends of the show. John and Tim have both been guests on the show. So it's there's the there's definitely a community beyond the Latitude 38 crew of sailors, um, West Coast sailors, Bay Area sailors, Southern California sailors. Um, I love it. And I, and I love how supportive the whole network is of each other. Uh, you know, some people say, oh, well, don't you see this as a competing podcast? I don't at all. I see this as more voices, more wonderful stories being shared. I mean, there is one thing that I have found out 
from doing this podcast, the Out the Gate podcast, is that there are so many stories and people doing incredible sailing and other adventures on and around the water um, here on the West Coast that it would take more than one lifetime to to uh, capture them all. So totally. And we're looking at a cadence of one per week, which kind of seems like a lot and it is a lot. But then as we're mapping out these episodes, we're like, wait a minute, we're, we're, there's so there's so many stories to tell. And then you see the dates keep getting pushed back. So I agree that there's there's more stories than we know what to do with. But it's the story. It's it's not the you know 900 word article. It's the actual like 45 minute conversation with that person. And so as a host, I, I love hosting because you just get real. You have fun. You have these conversations that make themselves past that editing because there's a real time aspect to podcasting. We're excited. It's it's a lot of fun. And you were an inspiration for us to get going. And, and we I really like that you look at us as as a friend out there and not a competitor because yeah. Really, our sport, our, our our passion for sailing, we need more people to see that it's that it's diverse and that it's inclusive and that it's fun. It's also dangerous, but it's exciting. And then there's racing and there's cruising and then there's just sailing and then there's fixing your boat. I mean, it's so many things to so many different people. Good Jives is just an homage to collecting and sharing those stories. Totally. I love it. I love it. And And something you said really resonated with me in that the editors and the writers at Latitude 38 or other sailing magazines and outlets. I mean, being a journalist myself, one of the things I loved about it was the opportunity to have those conversations, to knock on doors. And then the audience would get the digested article or the small radio or television piece. But to be able to open up that conversation and open up that door to everybody, to listeners, is what's so wonderful about podcasts is that, you know, people, I'm not going to sit down and, and put together bullet points of our conversation. Somebody gets to hear this real time and be a, a fly on the wall or, or really a partner in, in, in this conversation. So that's what I love. I love about this, this medium. Yeah. And we see that we see this as like, as not just separate than Latitude 38. We see this as a way to sort of unite and join and just take, take the magazine to another level to just see more people. And to what you said, so I interviewed Paul Dorsey uh, and he's got the, this this crazy green monster boat fun story about how he got it he's doing a lot of cool things in the community and the interview was so fun that john was like hey we need to turn this into an article so okay. a sightings article is around 900 words so we transcribed it and we were looking at a 45 minute transcription of close to 26 27 pages of like over oh, like eight eight thousand plus words <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sitting here literally this week and i'm like to chop down all of the amazing conversation from 8,500 8, words to 900. So that's just going to be the whole next issue of Latitude 38, right? You're just going to publish right. that. No, I got it. I got it to like 876 and then I built it back up to 903 and then got it to like, you know, 899. Like that's how I roll. But for somebody who sees that article in the magazine, if they want a deeper dive, if they want the yeah. other 7,900 words, then they can listen to the podcast. So I really see this, this opportunity of, of sort of playing back and forth. Also, we have what we're calling Latitude 38 verbatim. And this is where we're taking articles that 
are that these journalists make and they're super compelling, they're short and tight and we read them. And so now you can get some of these articles in your ears. And again, we're just kind of exploring playing where at the time of this recording, I think our sixth episode came out today. So we're just, we're just, shall I say, we're just getting out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's great that it's an extension of the magazine. The magazine does some, has done for so long, so much great work in building that community. And this is just an extension of that. Now, Ryan, I want to talk a little bit about your sailing history. I was just reading about how your happy place is um, Catalina Island and how you love sailing out there on your Cal-, Cal 34. Yes. 34. Okay. 1977 Cal 34 bingo. Did you grow up sailing? So I grew up with a family of educators. And what's unique about that when your whole family, your mom and dad are both in education. My mom was an English teacher. My dad was a PE teacher. They both taught. They both became vice principals. They both became principals. They both became administrators. And then they both taught college for principals to become administrators. Our season was school, summer, school, summer. And for my entire life, the same thing has happened in the Fulman family. When summer hits, you jump on the boat and you go to Big Iger Cove, Catalina Island. And then we literally would stay there all summer. And that Uh. is still the tradition. So it's unique in that when I was young, my parents had a, a Catalina 32. Now we're in Huntington Harbor. And if you don't know the harbor, it actually has a bridge. So PCH goes right over the harbor. And that's why there's a total of like five sailboats in Huntington Harbor, okay? Because you got you to gotta have a tabernacle mast and go under. So with three kids, two dogs, however many cats piled onto the sailboat, going over on a Friday night, coming back on a Sunday evening, lowering and raising the mast, at a certain point, they went powerboat. My mom is a, is a sailor. My grandparents owned a, a yacht brokerage. Uh, fun backstory to that. But I always had a Sabbath. And then I always had a laser. I still have a laser to this day. And my sailing was just pure open ocean sailing. I had never understood or knew that people raced sailboats. It literally was in such an isolation that like, I'd be like, I'm going to go sail around Ship Rock. I'm going to go up to Emerald Bay. I'm going to go down to the Isthmus. Like I had no concept of sailing outside of just going wherever the wind would take me. I think it's really a pure kind of ignorant bubble that I lived in. And it was only about four or five years ago, talking with another member, Brendan Huffman, and he had mentioned about him sailing to Hawaii. I was like, what, what, what? Now, granted, I was like, I was like old. Like <laughs> I was just so not connected with the sailing scene here. I was like, wait, you people race sailboats? Hmm. And so he put me on his 24 foot, um, his name was Pursuit. I'll have to think of the boat name, but it was my first ever like summer sunset series in Marine Del Rey. So I snuck out of work at UCI every Wednesday and drove up and jumped on a 24 foot boat and did, you know, your classic beer can races. It was just awesome. And I, and I just fell in love with racing because it was a whole new type of sailing. So we actually ended up winning that series and I've just got more interested and got on more sailboats. I recently a participant in the California offshore race week, huge deal for me. I'd never done an official offshore race. And so here I am getting my safety at sea course, learning from Chuck Hawley, while at the same time, I'm having a conversation with John about starting this podcast. And I thought to myself this whole time, I don't know what gear to get. Like, I don't know what, like, do I get an actual ski goggle mask? I'm reading all these articles and, and I'm like, 
I wish I could just like talk to Chuck Hawley. I just want to talk to him. I want to ask him. And then I was like, hey, John, how about we interview Chuck Hawley? And he's like, yeah, okay. And so it's like <laughs> the podcast gave me access to the person I'm watching the videos of because he was for, at West Marine for 30 years. I, I told him, I said, you don't realize this, but you helped me choose my new mainline because I watched all the videos of you like even the examples. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that <laughs> intro. That was wonderful. And you, you were like, you don't know, you don't know this, but you influenced me. <laughs> so full circle, like I'm just I'm excited about racing. Uh, my cruising has really just been to Catalina and back. And I'm realizing how much there is to this sport. I, I'm a professional speaker. And so I sort of got into speaking at sailing conferences and, and applying some of the branding and business building and, and principles of authenticity that I talk about into the sailing community because they need help to go out there. So I just see my whole life, like, you know, jiving and tacking and just combining sailing as part of my core brand. And I literally introduce myself as a speaker, sailor, and ginger. It's like, it's just core. So I'm not, uh, I'm not the fanciest racer. I've got the used gear that I got the special wash for and washed it and all the lining came out. And then I went and I bought tent repair kits and, and relined all of my stuff. <laughs> I'm the guy who paid thousands of dollars to get his boat fixed only to have it overheat and then called the mechanic back and him saying, sorry, due to the pandemic, I can't work on your boat for six months to where I asked him to, to talk me through it. And then I spent the next however many months taking the engine apart with my wife and putting it back together. And after having to cancel our wedding due to, due to COVID, and because we had fixed the boat, we eloped on the boat, just, just five people total and sailed over to the cove and got married. So it's like sailing is scrappy. Sailing is using resources. Racing is excellence within the details. You know, all of it, I just find so many parallels to business and life and leadership. Obviously, uh, I'm not excited about it at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, it's good that you have motivation to, to take on these projects yourself and, and enjoy that because I think so many people, you know, get overwhelmed with that quickly. I, I'm in the, <laughs> to use a, to make a bad pun here, the same boat in that I just <laughs> took apart my engine and put it back together and do not consider myself a diesel mechanic. I'm much more a sailor than diesel mechanic, but it is such a feeling of accomplishment. And now you know how to do that. Now you know yeah. that engine so much better. And before we even uh, started recording, you and I were swapping stories about changing portholes. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, there are lots of projects to jump into. It's not just about the sailing, is it? No, it's not. And it's, it's definitely a confidence builder. So my parents taught me if there's something wrong with the engine, you hire a professional. And it was only until that mechanic said, nope, it's not going to happen, that I was like, okay, maybe I'll try it. And I now look at every project as a project that I can do first, even though I get stuck along the way. My heating gauge went out. So I got an ohm meter and learned how to use it. And then in the process, I also broke the oil pressure gauge. And then I got a new sender, which I didn't know what it was until then. I got a new gauge. I hooked it up. And it still didn't work. And I literally threw in the towel and I called an electrician who didn't call me back. So I went back down to the boat and I kept messing around with it. And long story short, after a lot of, a lot of agonizing 
struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I found one damn inline fuse after chasing. I mean, if you if you chase wires on a 40 year old boat, you know, my pain. I, I chased do. it and I found this little damn thing. I'm like, what's this? I open it up. It's a 20 amp fuse that's blown. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I replaced it. The temperature gauge works. The oil pressure gauge works. And the lesson is you can still not know what you're doing and figure it out. And it's that confidence that I can take off the sailboat. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it speaks to, to sailing in general. You, you really have to be resourceful because when you're out there by yourself, it's important to know how to fix things that break or at least be willing to try. And, and I'm a big fan of, of being safe on the water. And for me, I didn't realize how, I guess, unsafe I was by not really understanding the inner workings of the boat. So it's, it's been a lot of fun to build that relationship with her. Everybody has their own different approaches. And, and comfort level. And it, and it might take level. an inciting incident for you to be forced to have the opportunity to try and you still might fail, but it's that courage and it's that sort of acumen that you get that I think makes you more seaworthy. I mean, sailing and then seamanship, uh, there is a lifetime uh, of things to learn. I mean, learning and researching through hulls and learning about <laughs> all yes. the ins and outs. And, That's a good um, podcast episode. <laughs> I don't know if I would keep <laughs> listeners for very long if I started going into the minutia of uh, uh, tapered thread versus non-tapered threads. But uh, yeah, I mean, there is so much to learn. And uh, I, personally, I, I love that aspect of it, I, that it's continued lifelong learning. Yeah. And I it, love hearing the excitement in your voice in, um, in, in getting into it in that way. And if, it, yeah, it, it's sorry. I, that sneaks out. But if, if, if having an old boat or a big boat or a boat with an engine is intimidating, I would encourage people to get a laser. Uh, you can pick them up for super cheap. My, my laser is the ugliest laser ever. Uh, her name is Sandy bottom. And I still like, I literally have popped rivets out of it. And then I go to West Marine. I'm like, give me a couple of hose clamps and a, and a, and a, and a you know, a snorkel and, and, and some duct tape. And it just, I patch it together, but there's something just fun about fixing the thing that takes wind to move. And for me, something like a laser is so pure, you know, the bigger the boats, slower they react and it's a little bit different, but uh, there's just something about, there, there's something about, the whole thing. It's, it's hard to describe, but well, those small boats are so much fun and the best way to learn. And we have to give props to uh, Bruce Kirby, the designer of the laser who just died recently. Um, but he certainly had a huge influence and, and small boats have been an entree for so many people. So I, I would have to say that there's not, there's few things I enjoy more than being on a small boat on a lake somewhere. Um, it's just a totally different experience. Yeah. Especially when you're throwing every piece of freckle you have over to keep it as flat as possible. So you don't get flipped out and water's everywhere. And you just find yourself like, it's a scream, a grunt. But you and a must yell. have, you must, I mean, you were sailing in the ocean there. Yeah. You must have some pretty crazy stories. I, I have a bad jibe that happened around, around uh, ship rock. It was so windy. And I, and I, and I jibed. 
and the whole rig blew up on me out at Ship Rock, which is a couple miles out. And I ended up fully jerry rigging it. And, uh, and, and I got really good at sculling and, and got myself back to a safe spot, but it threw me off. Um, I still look at the, the battle scars on the boat and I'm like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> so you skull, you didn't sail, you had to skull it. Uh, I was a combination of sculling and sailing since I lost, I lost the functionality of my boom and uh, everything just sort of went to chaos, but I was able to, to limp it skull at home. I'm a really good sculler because you know, if, if there's no wind, you got to make it. <laughs> <laughs> you make it any way you can. <laughs> yes. Ryan, what have, what else do you want to tell us either about good jibes, the podcast or uh, your own sailing? What haven't we well, talked about? about good anymore? jibes. I, I would encourage people to go check it out and yeah. subscribe. How can, people, how can people find it? What's the best way? So the best way is to go to latitude38.com forward slash good jibes. And the reason why that's easy is it's got the iTunes and it's got the, the Spotify and it's got the episodes right there. But I would encourage you to actually subscribe. And I'm saying this a few times because, as you know, we fight for the subscribers and yep. we'd love to be in your feed. We will respect your feed. iTunes will respect your feed. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just think give it a chance. Uh, you know, just choose a random episode and listen to it. If it resonates, you know, subscribe and, and share it. I think. The same thing I would encourage people with with your episode. And if you've listened to Out the Gate and you love it and you haven't given this guy a review yet, give him a review because people don't understand how important that is. Not for your ego, buddy, but for the algorithms that help people find you and this content and the story. So the first thing I'd say is just check it out, subscribe. And if you like ours, you can give us a review too. It, do, it does help. Well, I thank you for that shout out. And yes, the reviews definitely um help they help not, yeah, on, so not only with my ego but with <laughs> <laughs> smash that subscribe button uh but but i'd also just like to add that we're looking for stories you know this is we're we're just getting out the gate and so if you go to latitude38.com forward slash good jibes there's a spot to suggest a guest and we'd love to have guests suggested so that and um you know make sure you grab your 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 issue of latitude 38 because now i feel like latitude 38 is also good jibesy you might find articles about it or information or people featured and things like that but yeah. that that would be it just check it out go for a little day sale with us and then you know if you have anybody that you know about that's doing something super cool on the west coast that's our filter we we, we want to stay west coast focused that person likely is on the dock or doing something really cool in the community. They're not going to reach out and be like, hey, I'm doing something cool for the community. So I'm looking for people, spies, pirates to look out for really cool, compelling stories and just people doing awesome stuff, helping to make sailing more inclusive and diverse, reaching out to get more kids on boats, um, you know, being a captain and, and, and being a steward of safety in, in real life. Those are the kind of like, you know, random stories that we're never going to find unless somebody suggests it. So that's it. Find us, go sailing with us and invite and some other people to go on the boat with us. And that's latitude38.com forward slash good jibes. Yep. And spelled like it sounds G-O-O-D-J-I-B-E-S. Kind of like good vibes, but well, very similar. Very similar. Good vibes on good jibes. I like it. 
Ryan, it was awesome to talk to you. I've been enjoying the podcast and um, I'm looking forward to more episodes. Great to hear a little bit about your sailing background. Yeah. And um, and I will, I will, I will, I will add one more thing in here yeah, because I like the number three. So we have check out good jibes, <clears throat> suggest a guest or something that's cool. And if you want to learn more about me, and if you like this type of, of high ginger energy, I love to speak at companies, at conferences. I talk about sailing leadership. I talk about branding. I talk about being authentic. My book is called Ditch the Act. And I think we just have too many people who are putting on acts, myself included, everybody is. But the more we can be comfortable with being ourselves, the better your team runs, the better the business works, the better your ideas you know, uh, actually come into fruition. So I just love speaking and I love sailing. So if you have a company involved with sailing and you bring me to speak, I'm going to be one happy ginger. So you can learn about me and what I do at ryan.online. I try to make it really confusing. If you look for Ryan online, just search ryan.online. There's my, there's my shameless plug as we're pulling into the slip. No, I, I like it. Um, and I will put these links in the show notes as well so people can go there and easily click on them and find good jibes and find you and when they go to good jibes soon there will be an interview where i interview you so i'm just throwing that out there and then we can also get you as a guest host so you run the show on your own i I think that'd be so fun that'd be great i love all the cross-pollination it's already happened with the magazine that which has been wonderful and uh, we'll keep it going with the podcasts Sweet. All right. And then on behalf of our sponsor, the Safe Boating Campaign, Real Boaters Wear Life Jackets. And if you want to share your life jacket wearing sailing adventures on social media, then just tag Good Job. Actually, we don't, Good Jives doesn't have social. So tag Latitude 38 and check out safeboatingcampaign.com. You can use the hashtag wear it and the hashtag safe boating. And of course, hashtag Good Jives. But a shout out to to our sponsors because it's exciting our sponsors literally keep us all afloat so i think it's it's really on brand and cool i love it i'm gonna end it before we before we run out of bad puns here (laughs) thanks ryan sounds good buddy thanks for listening as ryan mentioned you can find good jibes at latitude38.com forward slash good jibes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And do take Ryan's advice. If you enjoy this program, please leave a comment in Apple Podcasts. You can connect with me on Instagram at OutTheGateSailing or via email at OutTheGateSailing at gmail.com. As always, I'm Ben Shaw, host and producer of the show. Until next time, smooth sailing.